into his box. He just runs right in the pack. Oh, I wonder if he's got damage. Look at that tire. Almost went into the into the crowd as well. Almost went onto the front straightaway. Elio trying to get sneaky. And then... Laurie Rose, the two-time winner, takes the lead from Faulkner. That's the way they finish the first lap. Hey, Mike, um, congratulations on the weekend. Absolutely phenomenal. Um, where does this rank in terms of your own career, both professionally and personally? Uh, it's, it's it. It's the top. I mean, it, I mean, it's what I, you know, the whole group, me, my wife, the team, the, you know, my partners, the partners that support it financially. I mean, it's, it's, I don't know what we do next. Actually I do, but, uh, <laughs> we, we, uh, we we've worked so hard to get to this spot. Uh, the Rolex 24 win was a really big one for us in 2020, 2012. Uh, this one, you know, it, just because of how I was raised and what I've came through, come through. Um, this is, this is, this is it, man. Numero one. Brilliant. Excellent. Thank you very much. Hi, Elio. Welcome. Can you hear me? Yep. We're good. Yep, we got you. All right. Thank you guys. Sorry for being a little bit, well, one minute late. All good. Um, so I think we'll just uh, open it up to whatever you guys want to ask, either Mike or Elio. Um, just feel free to ask away or put it in the chat, um, raise your hand, whatever you feel is easiest, but we can start off. Robin, you can no, go ahead. No problem. Great. Thank you guys so much. Uh, Elio, uh, huge congratulations. You, you were really angling to get this when you were really excited to get in the car when I saw you at Mid-Ohio just a couple weeks back and here you are, you've done it. My, my first question to you is how much time passed, be it hours, minutes, or seconds before you started thinking about that fifth Indy 500 win <laughs> and how you're going to target that? Well, I think uh, I'm allowing myself to uh, enjoy a little bit of this moment first, uh, but the work started already. Right after the race, uh, talking to the engineers, talking to Mike, talking to the team manager, we we're like, "Oh, look! If we gotta do it again, we gotta start thinking about now." And and it's true. So we already thinking about it. Don't get me wrong, because we're planning. And uh, but um, yeah, I think we should. Uh, everyone deserve uh, a time off in terms of uh, enjoy this moment because it's important. It's important for. Everybody feel great. Uh, uh, it's important for everybody to uh, charge the battery because the month of May definitely wears out on everyone. Even though we're not in the month of May, but still have like uh, all the races before. So uh, they, they sh everybody should allow themselves to, uh, uh, to enjoy the moment. Cool. Hi, listeners. We wanted to take a moment to tell you about another podcast from Evergreen Podcasts and Sound Talent Media called Pit Lane Parlay. Pit Lane Parlay is the go-to podcast for IndyCar and motorsports-related news. Each episode, we discuss things like our favorite drivers, news clips from the last week, and generally giving each other a hard time about predictions we've made in the past and or life stories that have come up recently. We really have a lot of fun with it and really enjoy each other's company, and we hope you can come join us too. 
Join Pit Lane Parlay by following us on your favorite podcast today. Hey there, and welcome to the Joy of Paddle podcast, hosted by me, Minter Dial, a veteran of the paddle tennis world, and sponsored by Paddle 1969. Whether you're a paddle tennis aficionado, just beginning, or have never even heard of paddle, or Padel, as it's called in North America. This is an exhilarating new show that delves into the captivating stories of notable paddle personalities worldwide. In its inaugural season, you'll be treated to exclusive anecdotes, valuable tips, life lessons, and humorous moments shared by esteemed professional paddle players, industry insiders, and passionate paddle enthusiasts. With each season aligning with a pro tour, you can anticipate two engaging episodes per month. The Joy of Paddle Podcast is part of the Evergreen Podcast Network, where you can find other great shows in a number of categories, such as sports, health and wellness, true crime, and fiction. To find out more about Evergreen Podcasts, go to www.evergreenpodcast.com. Vamos! Thomas, do you want to go next? Hello, Elio. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, for, for obviously, in Indy in, uh, in 500, you have been successful from your first try. But do you think that the kind of race you win uh, last Sunday, you could have won it uh, in 2001? And what part of the experience has in, the, in this win for you? Uh, I'm not sure if I quite understand uh, the question. Uh, I believe you mentioned that. What do I, what would I be doing? I'm sorry, I, I'm not understanding the question. No, I see. If you think that the, the race you win on Sunday, you could have won it in, uh, when you were a, a young driver in India. Oh, 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 oh I, I now understand. So, um, look, when I was in 2001, well, I won in 2001, so I guess, uh, yes, I, I would say yes. <laughs> the thing is, it's different, um, different times, and uh, this particular situation, Mike and I and the engineers and the entire group were able to, since we never had experience together before, we were able to involve, and we're glad that we have at least that week preparation so that we can start, you know, understand what we need, uh, but before that, you know, Mike and the boys, they were preparing themselves way, 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 way before. So my part came in just to understanding what they have, just like a new house, you know, understanding uh, what the environment that you have, put the furniture here, I don't like it, change it, I like, okay, now I'm still comfortable. So that was much like that. Maybe if I would be young, I, I, plus I don't think I would have experience to do that. And second, um, you know, you just put the steering wheel, put the wheels and turn on the engine and go, and you want to go fast. So you, you probably uh, wouldn't uh, prepare yourself better. And this race is all about preparation, you know, and uh, everyone did an incredible job preparing. That's why we're, uh, we execute. Uh, cool. Mike, do you want to go next? Sorry, yeah, no. this... Not... yeah, I got it. Okay. <laughs> Two mics. <laughs> Question is for for either of you guys. Uh, after the race, you both got congratulations from from many people. You know, Elio, Mario, Andretti came over. Is is there one that was most memorable to you? Whether it was 
at the track or a text message afterwards that, you know, something that really meant a lot to you? For me, it was Mike. Um, I have to say, I, I didn't see it was on my right side because I was climbing the fence this way. And then I was about to get out down and I was like, Mike, man, we did it, man. It was, it was uh, for me, honestly, I'm not saying that because he, he believed uh, what we can do together. Uh, we, we, we did it. And that was like the perfect time. So when you, when you get up a, a person that believes, have passion and wants to make it happen, with another that has a lot to still keep it going and put it together, it was a, a great recipe. So for me, it was that. And uh, also, Jim, I have to say when I saw Jim, because Jim, I, I started knowing him very, not very well, but I started knowing all this time that I'm going to the race. <laughs> He's a class act. He's just uh, seeing how happy he was that uh, it makes me happy. It reminds my family, uh, my mom and dad, uh, that they always support me. And uh, so that was really cool. I think for me, um, you know, Elio, Elio is the people's champion. I mean, I think Sunday and these next last three days have proven that. I think there's no one else on the planet people wanted to win more that day overall on average than Elio. And I've, I've gone back and got to see just the reactions. I've seen a lot of clips of reactions to people watching him win. And um, I think it's one of the coolest things I've seen in racing. I just – you know, that kind of emotion, that rawness, you, you can't fake that shit. I mean, that's that's real. And I got to experience how people feel about Elio when my wife and his wife got to ride around the convertible Camaro for a half an hour. And it's real. And that's something that I think he and I share. And, by the way, I think we needed both. We needed each other. Um, I think we both needed each other absolutely as equal, as equals. And that's what probably really makes it work. He had his reasons I needed him and vice versa. And uh, it was just, it was, it was perfect. Awesome. Congrats guys. Thank you. Thank you. Do you want to go next? Sure can. Hey Mike, uh, uh, just a question about how, you you know, how this changes your life, how this changes your business future. Um, Obviously I know you're building a new facility in Patascala. You have big ambitions. You have big things you want to do and you want to do them at home. Just wanted to, to, scratch the surface on what you think this does for the team moving forward as you try to, to grow it to another level. It's uh, Jared, it's, it's interesting because we're kind of getting to experience a new level of uh, exposure, to be honest with you right now. Uh, we just got our television numbers in from the race itself, which were really, really strong, which I'm, and a, and a key metric of that was that people didn't turn off the TV when the race was over. They wanted to see LAO celebrate. And so it, it brought a whole new level of people willing to talk to us, but more importantly, our current partners, uh, AutoNation and SiriusXM, they are just over the moon happy. And that's what really drives us at the end of the day. Uh, um, Elio and I can ass slap each other all day, but unless we have partners to fund this thing, we're not, we're not anywhere. So he and I will do whatever we have to do to make sure our partners make us whole for him going forward. And, um, it's the same with Jack Harvey. They're extremely happy with Jack. Jack is a major part of this program, and he will get his W soon. I promise. I guarantee you that. And um, uh, it's Jared. The answer is it's 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 based on the commercial viability of us. That's at a whole new level that uh, we're just kind of catching up with here, and we want to take advantage of. And um, it sets us up super super nice. And by the way, I'm committed to Central Ohio, uh, Pataskal, Ohio. 
And um, we're going to make that facility uh, uh, the, the new one the best we can make it, Jared. Jeremy, do you want to go next? Yeah, thanks, Maddie. Uh, Elio, congratulations on your win. Uh, Mike, I've known you for a decade, by the way. I've got to say that uh, picture you trying to uh, jump onto the track to celebrate with Elio <laughs> when you're coming down the start. I yeah. was a little surprised at that. Um, with that in mind, what are the viability of the 06 going full-time as early as maybe the middle of the season? Uh, probably not going to happen, honestly. It just doesn't fit what we're doing. What we do it with beyond that, we'll save for a later date. But, um, you know, it just, there, there's a very, you know, listen, if nothing else, I've been very consistent with not only Elio and Jim Meyer and our partners, this has to be the path. If this is not the path, I predict doom and not good things, right? Like we have to stick to the plan. On the other hand, you know, sometimes things come in life like this and you have to be able to roll with the changes. And I get that. I really do. Um, and I'm worried, I'm going to modify my stance for next year and we'll have something really cool to announce in the near future. Cool. Congratulations, Mike. Really uh, happy for you, man. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Uh, Sandor, do you want to go next? Yes, of course. Thank you. Thank you, Madi. Helio, congratulations on behalf of the Hungarian fans. Uh, thank you, <laughs> your comment after the race about the, the old guys were quite insp inspiring for people about 40, including, including me. So is it possible to, to reveal that what is the secret uh, of your amazing form? How is possible to keep this at the age of, of 46? Well, there is no secret. If you love what you do, uh, you can go as long as you, you, you want it. And you just have to stop to listen to noises. There is many people that are trying to prove that uh, you're old or find, put your label on you. And for me, <laughs> you can say whatever you want, you know, but when you have passion, when you have dedication and hard work, um, I don't see that as a problem. I actually see it as a, as a, as a person that it can, I can take advantage of that. So I, I, when I mentioned Tom Brady and I mentioned uh, Phil Mickelson, it's just because I believe they have the same mentality. They, they could stop. They could just say like, you know what, I'm going to just go take care of my family. And, but they probably don't want to do that because that's not what they were come here to do. We want to race or play football or play golf as long as we feel that we have that fun. And I should encourage everyone to think that way because, uh, that's the right way to do it. You can't just listen to noise. You just got to stop that and um, believe in yourself and surround by people that believe in yourself. That's why Mike and, uh, and Jim and everyone else, the entire team believe in me. So I cannot do this on my own. I have to have a great group of guys uh, on board and we are definitely on the same page. Uh, Facundo, do you want to go next? Yes, uh, thank you, Mari. Good afternoon, everyone. Um, Mr. Sean Kelio, congratulations for a great weekend for you too. Um, the question is for Mr. Shank. Um, could you explain to us how this team started there in 2017 with just a few races? Um, in 2021, you have your second full season, second car in the track, and uh, you won the Indy 500. Yeah. <clears throat> it came from uh, a plan that uh, I came up with sitting at a bar restaurant in Indianapolis with Jim Meyer. And uh, it was a way that we could get the team to go from a single race with Jack in 2017 
to a stepped program as money and sponsorship allowed. And we came up with that in 2018. So we said 18 was six, 19 was 10, and 20 was our first full season. And our partners, the two primary partners, AutoNation Sirius XM bought into that and allowed us uh, the freedom to take the steps that we need to as a team. On the, you know, on the whole time that was happening, we had the sports car program. We ran the factory NSX program for Acura, uh, which we needed to really make sure we looked after and didn't overextend ourselves not only on money, but personnel and key personnel. So slowly we were able to add to the program and add people that stayed on the IndyCar side and didn't go both ways. And, uh, and, and it worked. The whole thing literally worked. Uh, the, the, only, the, the only reason Jack Harvey is not P2 or 3 in the championship right now is because we've had some problems on our side. And this is the kind of stuff that I want to avoid. And when we expanded, we have a little bit of expansion problems. And we have to be able to manage that. And we will. But if we would have just gone a whole hog in, uh, we would have had even bigger problems. So uh, we, we've tried to be very deliberate and stepped. We committed to certain things to people and equipment. We did all of that. Um, we paid our, all our bills. We don't have any debt. And, um, and that's the way it should be. And I'm proud of that. I'm, I'm actually very proud that we stuck to our guns. Thank you so much. Felicitaciones, Elio. Thank you. Thank you, muchas gracias. Uh, Robin, we'll get you and we'll start getting to uh, Ben and then Sandor again. Thank you. Um, Elio, I know you had a really long and really successful career with Penske, but um, here you are, your first year completely separated from that team, and all of a sudden you've got two marquee wins on your belt this year. How does it feel to been, you know, released from that team, unleashed from that team, and then just so quickly have so much success? Does that change your perspective on uh, your experience with that team in any way? Well, I have to say, I mean, I spent 20 years uh, plus with Team Penske and it's like a family, you know, they raise you, they take care of you. It's a, it's a good combination. And now they set you free. And just like when I don't have a, my kid's not a teenager, as she's acting like one, but I'm assuming that's what's going to happen in the future. You set me free. I feel that that's what's happened. And uh, joining with, uh, with, with a great group like Mike and Jim, uh, what happened is it was just like, wow, we can do this together. So winning the race, the Daytona 24 hours at the beginning of the year and winning the Indy 500 now, yes, it's a proof that, you know what, this is, is possible. I can do this. I, that's why I want to do it. That's why I didn't want to stop because I want to follow my, uh, my instincts, my, my guts, the same way you hear Mike saying like, look, uh, this is what I, uh, what I intend to do and keep it going. It's the same way. People have that kind of thing and you just got to, for plans change, yes, you just got to adapt. However, um, at this point, I, I'm so glad that uh, I was able to have myself believing and, and good people behind me uh, give me the support to make this happen. Okay, thank you very much. You're welcome. Uh, ben, you want to go ahead? Here's Maddie. Hey, Elio, congratulations. Absolutely fantastic race on Sunday. I'm delighted for you. Um, You've probably been asked this before, but where does this rank in terms of your 500 wins, given that 
it was your first ever race with Meyer Shank in the new relationship? Yeah, it's a great way to start a relationship, right? So um, that's one. That's probably why this is very special. Uh, second, I we were able to build this together. It wasn't like literally <laughs> we were building this together, knowing the guys, uh, learning about new setups, uh, learning a different format, a different group, you know, a different process. Everyone from Andretti Autosport, from from Meyer Shank Racing. So that's why this this is feel awesome and uh, and. And when you accomplish that goal, you're like, okay, this is, we did it, we did it, we created together. So that's, I, I, I really feel proud of the entire team and uh, proud of myself too. Excellent. Well, congratulations again and best of luck for the rest of the season. Thanks, man. Cheers. Thanks, Maddie. Thank you. Uh, Sandor, you want to go ahead? Yes, Elio, uh, you are one of the most experienced driver in the in the whole scene of motorsport. But uh, I really wanted to know that what do you think about the new generations of drivers in IndyCar and in motorsport in general? For example, including Formula One as well. Who is the the most exciting talent for for you on the motorsport map right now? Well, no question on the IndyCar side. Formula One, you can see the. You know, the stopping is not, it's not very young, and now he is just incredible. Uh, but unfortunately, in the Formula One, it's very hard to predict because over there, the cars are, um, make such a big difference that you saw what happened last year with George Russell. He jumped into a Mercedes and almost won the race. And um, from last to first, and that's, that's, that's my point. So it's difficult to come and say, like, this guy or this, uh, this person is good. Now, in IndyCar, you have an incredible about, I mean, a lot of new generation, Colton Horton, Pato Ward, VK, uh, Palou, uh, you know, if I'm mistaking more young people, I'm sorry, but I, I just joined the, 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 the series uh, two days ago. So it's, it's kind of like, um, uh, it, it's happening. It's normal. It's a cycle that it goes through every year. So um, I'm just... Um, happy to be able to still learn from them because you do learn from from everyone not only from uh, veterans but also young drivers too and um, and hopefully someday they learn something from me cool we'll do uh, one last question with thomas yeah hello uh the last year you were involved in sports car and i would like to ask how was it for you was it hard for you to be far from being a full-time IndyCar driver these last three years? It was. It was difficult. Uh, like I said, when Roger decided to uh, start the program with Acura DPI in 2018, we knew it was going to be three years. Um, and I, I, not, I felt that was the moment for me to, to do it. Since I, uh, I didn't have the opportunity to maybe you know, continue within the car, and, and I said, I know it's going to be a great for me. And today, I do believe I'm a much, my driving craft, it's, it's so much better because I learned completely different style of racing, even the completely different car, uh, developed with the people from HPD, which was great. Um, and, um, but when the program was over for me, I said, I want to go back. You know, I want to keep it going. I want to, this is, uh, I want to finish, uh, not finish, but I want to, I still have fire to burn inside me and give me a chance to prove it. 
and that's when Micah decided to take that, and uh, that's what we show uh, on Sunday. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Great. Well, I think that uh, we will wrap that up there. Um, does anybody have like a really quick question? We could probably do one, squeeze in one more. Uh, Robin, go ahead. Uh, yeah, thank you for the opportunity for one last question. Uh, your last Indy 500 win, Elio, was in 2009. So what did you do to just keep your belief going that you could still win this race, even though you had to wait more than 10 years, you know, 12 years for that fourth win? Um, I was waiting for the right opportunity. Um, and Mike gave me that. Uh, in fact, every, I mean, and I'm not saying just here because we won the race, but I mentioned that even before. So Mike, we have a good car. And Mike said the same thing. We have a good car. So when we, when we felt that, I was ready for the right opportunity. Imagine, and I understand, the last three years with Penske was great. But remember, they have uh, uh, four other guys. And when you start sharing the car, not full-time in the championship, you know, sometimes things not coming to, to your way. And, uh, and I do believe there was the opportunity that I need to make that happen. And what a great style we started. All right, we're going to wrap this up here. Just Elio has to get to another interview in five minutes. Um, I, if you uh, want the recording, just shoot me a note or email, um, but I can send it to all of you guys. Um, that's no problem. And then if you need anything in addition, just let me know as well. But um, thanks for all joining on and talking with Elio and Mike. Thank thanks, you, Mike. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. Thanks, Thank Mike. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Elio. Cheers. Bye-bye. Yeah, Pit Pass Moto, sponsored by Moto America, is the show that keeps you up to speed on the latest in motorcycling and brings the biggest names in motorcycle racing right to you. From candid interviews with the top names in racing to providing insights into the trends and trendsetters driving the motorcycle industry, we have you covered. New episodes are available every Thursday at pitpassmoto.com and on your favorite podcast app. Ride on!